0: Welcome back to the Atma Podcast, where we give you the tips, tools, and strategies you need to be successful. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host today. And we have our special guest coming back to us, which really, we haven't left the room. Just kind of a, um, you know, just kind of a secret. We're actually extending this next episode, because one of the topics we talked about in the last episode was very um, interesting, that it needed another episode to to kind of um, uh, piggyback off of so in this episode, you know, we talked about last episode. We talked about we were going off the course of humor, which you know, <clears throat> they're looking at me because I didn't, I didn't understand what they were saying. So we t- <laughs> quickly turned into this. So we talked about the, um, uh, the, the influence that social media is actually having on mental illness and mental health today's age, right, Ivy mean, Bri. yeah. and Brie, uh, and and one of the things we're going to talk about today is. How do you combat that as um, on the business side and on a personal side, right? Uh, on, on a business and personal side and on a psychological side. So before we get into the topic today, I'd like Ivy and Brie to go ahead and introduce yourselves again.
1: Hi, I'm Ivy. Um, I'm a junior in high school and I am a intern for Atma Trinity.
2: And I'm Brie and I'm a content writing intern here at Atma and I'm going to see this every time. <laughs> I'm a student at the University of Texas at Austin.
0: Awesome, awesome. Go hook them ho- right horns. Hook them horns. Hook horns. Yeah, all right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm Brian, and uh, I like to party. <laughs> 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 you guys didn't get the reference because it's a millennial joke. See? Uh, uh, yeah. You yeah. Uh, uh, okay. would
2: say that's right, chuggy.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it was very chuggy. <laughs> See, that's what we talked about last. You said millennials are cheesy, right? And chuggy. And, and chuggy? What that's th- chuggy. a word. What it, does chuggy mean?
2: It basically means that you're like a millennial and your humor and everything is outdated and it's not in style anymore. And mm. gross.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm out of style, apparently. Oh, uh, anyways. See, this is, talk. We-, we talked about mental illness and I think it's Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z are the ones, you know, they're making us millennials feel bad. Jeez. <laughs> so Doing what we do best? <laughs> oh yeah, your dark humor. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about, you know, social media. We talked about the influences having in uh, mental health, and we talked about the problem it's just, it's causing. And part of the problem is like we talked about in the last uh, episode is the accessibility, right? Yeah. How accessible has it been? You talked how. How young, again, did you start social media? Um, I
1: started social media at 10 years old. Okay. Right.
2: I was about 11, but it was not for personal use. It was because my school was actually having me do assignments on social media. So we'd have to, like, create an assignment and then post it to social media and like and comment on each other's assignments. So it even can start in school. <laughs> and, like, whenever I was in 6th, 7th grade, it, it was crazy.
0: The school system. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Oh, that's a that's kind of interesting. At 11?
2: Yes, I was 11. Oh my goodness. For me,
1: they like banned our phones from like intermediate school to middle school and slightly in high school, they like never allowed us to bring our phones. If we brought it, then they would take it up for the office and we had to pay $15 to get it back. Wow.
2: My school was very different. My school was very free with phones and we had to use technology all the time. It, everything had to be online, very digitally oriented.
0: Wow. So because it was so accessible to you ladies, right? And it's still being accessible. Now everybody has phones, right? And so the accessibility, that means information is just going at a rapid speed, okay? And so how important is it you know, because here, and, and you we know the importance, right? You tell us a little bit about the importance of businesses being on social media and being on the internet because of the accessibility first, and then I'm going to go into a topic uh, right after that. So tell me wh- why should businesses be on on social media since it's so accessible?
1: I believe that businesses should be on social media because, like you said, it's accessible, right? And mm-hmm. it's the digital age; everybody's on um, social media, whether you're probably, like, 10, like, as I was, Um, all the way to, like, people who are, like, 70, like, who can still work technology by then.
0: Um, You know, it's funny you say that, because my grandma's 70, and she's still on Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm (laughs) saying, right? (laughs) And it's, like, um, I think one of the cool things about the digital age was that it started roughly about, like, I'd say 30 to 20 years ago, maybe. Um, So there's been a lot of generations who've been able to work with and fill in, what the digital age has become. So with that, I think businesses should be open to being on social media and not just sticking traditional marketing because that's how it's gonna be. It's only gonna go advanced from here.
2: Exactly, and uh, that's not to say that traditional marketing doesn't work because it can be effective in its own way, but I think you're missing out on a whole generation and all the future generations if you're not willing to be online and on social media because that's where we are we spend a lot of time on social media every day i don't know of anyone who doesn't have social media of some form and who doesn't go on it at least regularly um so i feel like it's very important because that's how you get the information to us the fastest most of the information i get like my news I get that on social media because it instantly pops up and I can get real-time updates and I can, you know, comment and interact and like stuff. So it's very engaging, and I feel like I can interact with it more than traditional media and advertising.
0: Gotcha. So here's a question for you, ladies, because when we deal with businesses, right, we discuss a lot. We talk a lot about social media in in this, but we haven't talked on the topic of Google, okay? Why... So there's a lot of businesses, older generation businesses, and based on their service, and uh, like let's say they're a service industry, they don't believe in social media because it doesn't have a direct ROI, right? And so what you're saying, how would you convince somebody that is an older generation that primarily gets most of their business from Google to do social media?
1: I just think, honestly, it's... Google is a great way because I use Google all the time right usually for me though I use Google after I see something on TikTok I see something on TikTok and I'm like oh that's interesting let me Google that I see a product oh that's interesting let me Google that right and I think they go hand in hand and with TikTok you're just you have more of a bigger demographic there's not a certain age group that's on TikTok except for the new generation right and so, I mean, I see people who are like 30, 40, 50 on TikTok and they're making content. I see it on my 40 page. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I mean,
2: it depends on what they're doing.
1: But, um, but you know, like I think TikTok and Google easily go hand in hand.
2: I think so, too. And I think it won't hurt you at all to make a social media. I think, if anything, it's just going to help you because, as Ivy said, I also look up stuff after I see it on social media. So I'll look up someone's website or Um, you know, some local business within my area after I see their social media post. And the thing about social media is that you can link like your website or some searchable item (laughs) in your social media. So you can put that in your bio and I can easily click on your website or click wherever I need to on Google on the internet after I see your social media page.
0: So it's funny you say that because, you know, there's a lot of uh, companies right now that Uh, spend majority of their advertising dollars on google but what you're saying is you know you don't even you don't even know they exist because the first thing you're gonna you're not even know they're gonna exist unless they're on social media and then you you only use google to verify that their real business and to actually get their contact information is that kind of what you're
1: yeah i mean i'll see it um on tiktok or any socials and i'll be like Ooh. And so then I'll look in the comments to see like what the product is or what the company is. I'll search for it, then I'm like, okay, so like what's in this product, right? Um, back to what I was saying about how we do our thorough research. We want to know what your product is, what you stand for, and who you are as a person. So that goes hand in hand. Um, I think just Google is a great thing to have on the side when it comes to your business and if you're selling something.
0: So, <clears throat> so now that we know, okay, because so I wanted to decipher that before we get into this next topic which is kind of like i left the cliffhanger at the very last episode which is like everybody was like well aren't you going to talk about that in this episode so those you you talked about how the severity is of people that are um on uh social media and their image and how you guys are um you guys really are are judgmental generation (laughs) And so, us older generation, or anybody who's a business owner, you've got, we talked about business brand and personal brand like we, uh, before, right? How does somebody, you know, go onto social media not worrying about how they look? Um, I think it's just like I've said in the past few episodes,
1: you just have to be cautious, right? Um, when it comes to certain ideologies and, um, You know what certain people believe depending on the type of business that you have so let's say you have like um a hair company towards people of color right who have certain hair types and then you want to advocate for your ideologies then that's great but let's say you're just selling just a random product that reaches out to the whole demographic of everybody right no matter who they are then i think you shouldn't step into politics i think the big part of image is politics And if you want to keep an image to where it's neutral and nobody really tends to take a sense of and want to, like, have an opinion or bias on it, I would just honestly say the politics.
2: And for me, I feel like it has to do with authenticity. And I know we talked about that in a previous episode. You have to remember that most of what you see on social media is not authentic. It's not real. It's very edited in some way and a lot of people put on a persona that's not actually them and it's very believable to a lot of people because that's what they constantly are exposed to and so if you see it so many times then you start to believe it so I feel like that's kind of what sets businesses apart who are authentic who and the ones that are are not authentic because if I can see that you are truly sticking to your values that you're not you know posting something fake or you're not so heavily edited that I don't know if something's real or not with your business Mm -hmm. I feel like that makes such a difference because I know I can trust you a lot more and I feel like I like your business a lot more if you can actually be authentic
0: yeah that's funny you say that because um you know before I stopped writing this book but I was writing a book called authentic marketing and uh and part of the thing was like so I'm on this podcast, and I'll be honest with you, right? Like, I am not the best-looking guy in the world, okay? And um, there definitely could be, like, a different model right in my seat uh, doing this. But um, what I've found and what I've learned, you know, and it's not a Gen Z thing. It's just, like, overall thing. Because social media is uh, very edited, um, you don't know what's real. You don't know who, who's behind the scene, right? It, the thing that I've learned is the less edited – my content is. the more views I get, uh, the more uh, response I get, the more comments I get. Uh, it's just overall, like if it's more authentic, you're gonna get more results off of it. And I think that you know, because most of our our customers are older, right? They don't understand that because what are they what are uh, they've been taught is in their marketing efforts or efforts, what they have to be perfect. Okay? And that's kind of like the biggest problem I see with our customers is, you know, when they get to their website, it has to be perfect. When they get the video, it has to be perfect. When they get into to social media, it has to be perfect. And, you know, I understand the, the professionalism. However, we're on social media, right? And so breaking that barrier between, hey, this is not, you know, this is not a, a, a TV commercial. This is social media we're dealing with. And so, how do you educate those, uh, the business owners, that, hey, stop worrying about if it's perfect?
1: So, I I say this every single episode, and it goes back to just kind of the emotional intelligence of Gen Z. Um, We're not perfect. Very, very far from it.
0: Yeah, your dark humor actually in that last episode. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, And so, we. Obviously, we're very judgy, but we still have a sense of heart.
0: Wow, the way you even said that, like you, you were like, shake judgy, you know? <laughs> hey, I got the attitude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I see on social media is some of the ones that go very viral are the ones that show their flaws, and they're not afraid to hide it. And I think that there was an, a, like a whole meme or like a trend about, you know, being quirky and embracing it and embla- embracing your flaws. And I see a lot of people, you know, relating and Feeling very emotional, like in a good way, whenever they see someone who, you know, is not afraid to be imperfect because they see that that person is truly human and truly can relate to them and actually, you know, have something out there that isn't affecting their mental health in a negative way. And I also know that there's something called de-influencing.
0: De-influencing. That yeah. is a
2: huge thing that has been popping up this year, I believe. Yeah. And it's basically people who are telling their followers this is why you should not, you know, buy a product or this is why you should not adopt this lifestyle because maybe it's not good for you.
0: Yeah. Man, we're talking about like some dark stuff. This is all, that's why you're talking about dark humor stuff over here. You guys are going dark influencer now. <laughs> dark influence, the dark web. Anyway, so um, I had a train of thought and I just lost it after that comment. Uh, I was going to say, you know, when we're talking about being authentic so what you're trying to tell me what's the word of a cheesy is it? chuggy chuggy so i should embrace my inner chuggy is that what you're trying to tell me
1: um <laughs> okay so honest it's to an extent right when it comes to trends
0: you don't want to be chuggy
1: you don't want to be cheesy it's right okay i'm chuggy yeah um <laughs>
0: yeah well let's just bypass that dude. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um when it comes to that i mean It's really, I feel like, a hit or miss, right? When it comes to certain types of choogy, where they're, like, when you make fun of Gen Z, like, oh, like, we're wearing skinny jeans one day, and then the next day it's all about mom jeans, or something like that, and how, like, certain things of our generation is stupid, and we're like, okay, whatever, we don't care. And then, but when it comes to, like, maybe you're just like, is it just me, or is it, like, this or this, right? It just depends on how you represent that side of you, right? Um, When it comes to something positive oh yeah this and that and maybe you want to have like a little bit of gen z like twisted to it we find it enjoyable
2: it can be endearing um but i feel like if you're like you know back in my day we did this i feel like that's a turn off to people and that's i feel like that's kind of how the okay boomer thing happened yes oh
1: my gosh yes i hate i hate when they're like you know back in my day i hear it from my dad all the time right he's like like in my day we didn't have that and I'm like okay well good for you but we do now <laughs> and so it's just like it's just how it is but if
2: it's something positive I feel like it can be entertaining and humorous like I know on my Instagram I get so many videos and uh, reels of people doing oh you know this is what I did back in the 2000s when I was in high school and it's something like really funny like they're kind of making fun of themselves but it's entertaining for me as Gen Z to watch because I wasn't Well, I mean, I was born in the 2000s, but I wasn't old enough enough to understand what was happening. And so if I get to see that and people are embracing that side of their generation, it can be really entertaining and I feel like I can connect with them in some sort of way.
0: Yeah, back in my day. (laughs) So, you know, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, Making content accessible and and you've talked a lot about the emotional side. We're gonna continue this topic. I th- like I said, it's gonna be a I think a three episode topic because now we're gonna get into something. Um, this was kind of like the the bridge between uh, the conclusion here of the, of the emotional side, right? And we're gonna go back to the mental health uh, aspect in the next episode, and we're gonna talk about uh, how to be you know strong when it comes to just. You know, we're going to go back to the, some of the topics we talked about, being real and, and putting those those puzzle pieces together on, on what you need to do and just not be afraid to be on social media to promote your business. So, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, ladies, for being here once again. Um, you know, we plan to see you guys in the next episode. My name is Brian, and we'll see you next time.